0: Thank the Lord for letting us be in his house this morning. It's wonderful to be in God's house. Wonderful to see each one's come. We've got a great crowd this morning. Uh, thank the Lord for each one's come this way. We've got uh, uh, family and friends and visitors, and we just thank the Lord for each one of you that are here this morning. Uh, had a great Sunday school class uh, uh, from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, and uh, had a wonderful sunrise service this morning, started at 630, and uh, probably most of you know it, and uh, Uh, Many of you were here at Sunrise Service, and some I talked to said you watched online. We got to see one get saved this morning in Sunrise Service. How wonderful it was. Praise the Lord that we got to see a young woman get saved and uh, blessed our hearts. And so we want to say welcome to everybody, and i like to read this scripture uh, to open the service this morning uh, from the 28th chapter of the book of Matthew. Starting at verse one, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Behold, there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, fear not ye. For I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. (laughs) Praise God. Let me read that again. He's not here, for he's risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. Well, that's, uh, that's what we've got to rejoice about this morning. That's why we're here, and that's why we have a church, that's why we're saved, and that's why we're able to tell the story. And so uh, I pray, let's just stand and have a word of prayer before I get started, (laughs) as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, uh, that you are risen, dear Jesus. God, we thank you that you gave your son to die for us, and he not only died, but he got up from the dead. Thank you for this Easter and thank you for this celebration of time. God, thank you for your good Holy Spirit and the one that you saved by your marvelous grace this morning. God, thank you for Sunday school and for what we feel, all the folks that are here. Uh, God, the folks that you've given us a burden for. Uh, We just pray for this service, God, that you just uh, lift it up and uh, just use it and give us a a great powerful spirit this morning. Speak to people's hearts. And God, uh, we pray today that you'd help us see some more get saved this morning. We ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen. And you can sit down. We turn the service over to Brother Taylor in the choir.
1: Let me take my seat without me uh, getting convicted. So I need to I need to sing this song. Um, I was at work this morning. I wasn't supposed to be here. I wasn't supposed to uh, get off until 2:30. But uh, one of the other coworkers said they've been letting people go at 10:30, and I said, "Well, that sounds about right." So uh, I took a, I took advantage of that. But uh, shortly after, God put this song in my heart, and He said, "You're gonna have to sing this morning." Uh, there's about a hundred people in this room that I'd rather hear sing than me do it, Terry. But I want to follow the Lord and I want to serve Him. I'm thankful He's alive this morning. I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful I'm saved. You pray for me. Amen. Once I went walking down a long, lonely road. I thought I. I had no one who would share my heavy load, but then my mind went soaring back to a place I'd never been, and I realized that I was standing at the foot of my king. On a hillside that day And as I looked at my Savior I cried, Lord, take me away For there was blood flowing down As the thorns pierced his head But he cried, Father My Savior was dead. Well I stood there in silence Thinking, Lord, how can this be That your beloved Son He gave His life just for me. But then I heard a sweet voice whisper child, lift up your head. For the one that you see hanging there, well, Jesus, he's not dead. He's alive, he's alive. No death could not hold him. He's alive, he's alive. Oh, that snow. When Jesus died on that tree, oh, but my Jesus came back from the grave and he won the victory. Well, I dropped to my knees and I started to pray. I said, I want to be born again, but there's For i was guilty of sin and my sentence was to die but jesus saw this all hopeless boy in the blood it was applied now i'm alive i'm alive no death could not hold me i'm alive
0: And I won the victory. Boy, I appreciate that song. And I appreciate not only the sound of it and the singing of it, but I appreciate the truth of it. Amen. And I appreciate the choir singing. I appreciate that song about the stone being rolled away. Man, it's good to be here this morning. I, I just appreciate so many things. I'm glad to have everybody cheering. And what a great spirit. Uh, what a great spirit God's given us this Easter morning. And uh, let's just keep praying. Mind the Lord. Do everything God wants to do right now. Let's just stand for a minute. And everybody's got unspoken requests. Just show raising your hand. Amen. If you got a testimony or a prayer request on your heart, just uh, say what you got. Mind the Lord. Good to be here this morning. I believe, with all my heart, without doubt, that God's already stirring somebody's heart and, and reminding you, like that song, Brother Eric, sang, "You need to be born again," and and. The devil will probably tell you like that song said and like he did me when God was calling me and wanting me to be born again. The devil said, you can't do that. Well, the good thing about it is I wasn't the one. It was the author of it. God's the one that did it. All I had to do is just obey the Lord, just come and pray. I just admit to God I was a sinner and I didn't even have to give him a list of my sins. Uh, I, even, I even tried. I started saying, so, well, I'm going to tell the Lord. And I thought, well, what? And then, it, then God spoke to me. I know all about your sins. And I I didn't have to give God a list of my sins. He already had them. But God didn't care uh, about the list. He just wanted me to trust his son and repent and be born again. And so uh, let's really pray. Anything else before we pray? Remember Cooper. He's he's down at uh, Hebron Church this morning. And uh, he kind of... Uh, hated to uh, miss being here, but uh, they'd ask him to come. And, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, that's, that's part of serving the Lord. Uh, if God's wanting you to do something and the church needs part of serving the Lord is sacrificing some to help something else. And so, uh, Cooper sacrificed being here this morning to be down there at Hebron and I really felt like, uh, that God uh, was using him to, to go down there. And I told Cooper, I said, I really uh, suspect there's probably somebody lost down there that, uh, you'll get to preach to this morning. And so I appreciate I appreciate Cooper being willing uh, to go down there and sacrifice being here to go help them. So remember that. Anything else before we pray? Let's pray for the lost this morning more than anything. Amen. Appreciate that. Anyone else before we pray? All right, if not, we'll ask Brother Russ to lead us in prayer.
2: to celebrate their lives. I read that she used to have any way in each party. The lives of every that is here this morning. They make their hearts in trouble and born in such a place they would. And if they read, they might make their page to follow the right to rule the day. Morning, present our bodies morning, and let him sacrifice for him, Lord, lives, Lord so that glory God, that we might be able to live our Savior God. God, God. God, God. God, God. 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 Lord, you know the in need in every Lord, life Lord, this morning Just let morning, Lord, your will be, Lord, be done in us Lord, Lord, that I follow your name. might be glorified not only in this service, but each day as we go through life that we
3: could walk for your glory. In Jesus'
2: holy name we pray. Amen.
0: Appreciate the prayer. Let's continue to pray much. Anyone else have a song on your heart that you feel like singing? Let's follow the Lord if you do. Thank God for the great spirit that you're here this morning. Let's pray for them. Pray for them this morning.
3: pray for us this morning. This song's got a wonderful meaning to it,
0: but every song has been sung this morning has a wonderful meaning to it in my heart. I know when he arose, and I know when he arose in my soul, yeah. and this morning, if you don't
2: have that in your life, you need that more than anything that the world has to offer. The things this world is offering this lasts just lasts us for a little while, and it'll your way, yeah. but that which you give me down in my heart. Yeah. Lives throughout the seasons of ages of eternity? Just listen to the word
0: Thank the Lord for that good song, comments, and good spirit. We'll just keep praying. I believe God's, I've already said this, I want to say it again, I believe God's already working around somebody's heart. I believe with all my heart that some people can get saved this morning if they follow the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, in the scripture to the same chapter and some of the same verses that we had in Sunday school, 53rd chapter of Isaiah, and uh, I appreciate the Sunday school lesson, appreciate Brother Carl teaching, it was a blessing. <clears throat> I want to start reading in verse 6. And uh, I want you to pray very earnestly. And uh, uh, I might just use a text, He is risen. And uh, this uh, chapter here speaks a lot about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Brother Carl mentioned. uh, Bible uh, scholars believe this is about 750 years before Jesus was born. Uh, But that's not a problem to God. Uh, God knew the whole story before the foundation of the world. He could give it to his people as he needed to. But listen, starting at verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. Every one of us, not one of us, measures up uh, to God's uh, plan. Uh, We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's what this is talking about. We all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He became sin for us. That's what the Bible said. He became sin for us. It just boggles my mind that that's the, the reality of it, that he became sin for me and went to the cross for me and died so I can live. And, and he did that not only for me, but did that for you, whoever you are. And so uh, let me read that last phrase again. Uh, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. And uh, he was oppressed, he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep dumb before his shares is dumb, so opened not his mouth. He didn't complain about it, he just, he just went and did it. And listen to this verse 8. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And so we'll pause right there, I might read some more later. But uh, he was taken from prison and from judgment. Uh, they took him right out of the prison, took him to the cross. He, he didn't have fair trial. Uh, they just took him, they, they wanted to crucify him, so uh, they took him from prison and from judgment. Uh, no judgment about that. Uh, not any righteous judgment. They, they took him out of prison. They took him to the cross, and they crucified him. Well, it uh, talks about him being taken from prison and judgment. said, who shall declare his generation? Uh, you know, uh, as you read all through the Bible, and you read about the old patriarchs, and you can read uh, so-and-so begat so-and-so, and so-and-so begat so-and-so, and it gives you their generation. And uh, I would read that many times. And I realized uh, Jesus, uh, he didn't get married and have natural children. And so when I'd read that before, I'd say, who shall declare his generation? And uh, I just uh, kind of short-sighted in it, but when I was studying it and reading it uh, this week, uh, God, uh, he pointed that to me and he got my attention. Uh, who shall declare his generation? Uh, I, I used to say he didn't have a generation. Well, physically speaking, he didn't, uh, but he's got a generation and uh, when I uh, looked at that and I marked over here in my Bible uh, this over in First Peter uh, chapter 2 and verse 9 and uh, boy I want you to listen to what the generation is it says uh, but ye are a chosen generation uh, that's, what, uh, Paul, that's what Peter said in the Bible ye are a chosen generation listen to this now a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people and uh, who shall declare his generation it tells you that down here too it said not only that you are uh, a chosen uh, generation uh, uh, but listen it said and listen to this it said that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light I'm telling you what if anybody can declare his generation it's his generation uh, that's what's been going on uh, all day today that's what went on uh, in the sunrise service this morning that's what's been going on here uh, right from the uh, first note of the choir singing uh, to the special singing uh, the Lord's here right now Now, uh, let me ask you a question. Have you thought about uh, what Jesus has done for you? Uh, He went to the cross and died. Uh, Spent three days and nights uh, in a borrowed tomb, uh, then got up from the dead. Uh, But let me ask you another question. Have you thought about what you're doing for Jesus Christ? Uh, We need to do a little something for him. Listen, we can't pay him back, uh, but we ought to do the best we can. Uh, praise God. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, like those women down there at the tomb when God sent the angel and rolled a stone back away from the door. I'm telling you what, uh, I, I had a privilege uh, to be over in Israel. I've told this a few times. Uh, I looked in a tomb. They claim that's the tomb where Jesus was buried. Uh, boy, I'll I tell you what, when we went in there, uh, we felt the Lord, didn't we? Uh, I, uh, when I come out, uh, I had to declare, uh, I told I told the people, there's a crowd of folks there outside the tomb. I knew they all knew it was empty, but God pressed on my heart. I said, I know you folks know it, but it's empty. I Praise God, the tomb is empty. Steve, I'm glad that tomb was empty, but boy, I'm telling you what, I'll tell you someplace, it's not empty today. My soul's not empty. The man it was in the tomb. He lives in my soul. Praise God. Uh, I've got a living Savior. He's alive. Somebody needs to come to the altar right now. Uh, Don't ever think it's inappropriate to come to the altar. When God wants you to come to the altar, you need to come. Uh, But listen. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? Uh, uh, He didn't have any natural kids, for he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. Uh, I'm telling you, because of mine and your sins, uh, that's why Jesus went to the cross. Uh, And let me tell you this, uh, when I was a lost boy, I dreaded the prospect of coming to the altar. But let me tell you something, Uh, Jesus was enough of a man uh, that he dreaded the prospect to go into the cross, he—he uh, he was all God and he was all man. I've told this a lot. When I was a young preacher, I used to preach he was half man, and half God. And God convict me. He wasn't half anything. Uh, The God part of him was all God, and the man part of him was all man. Uh, The Bible said he was made a little lower than the angels, and and he took on himself a body of flesh. Uh, When he walked a long ways, he got tired. Uh, uh, I'm telling you what, he was a man, uh, and he dreaded going to the cross, uh, but he didn't hesitate to go because he did his Father's will. He said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, Father, but not my will, but thine be done. Boy, I'll tell you what. i Talk about uh, having something to preach uh, this morning. Uh, We've got something to preach. Uh, We've got something to sing. We've got something to testify. We've got something to trust in this morning. Somebody needs to get saved this morning. Let's go on a little bit. It talks about down here, verse 9, he made his grave with the wicked and the rich in his death. What's that mean, preacher? Well, he made his grave with the wicked. Uh, There were uh, two thieves with him when he was dying on the cross. The Bible calls them malefactors, two uh, bad men. Well, you say, wait a minute, preacher. One of those fellows uh, called on Jesus and trusted in him. Uh, Yeah, uh, bad people can do that. Uh, He came uh, to seek and to save that which was lost. There were two men, two thieves. They railed against him. But finally, the one man uh, saw where he was at, and he, he appealed to him. He said, Lord, remember me uh, when thou comest into thy kingdom. Praise God! Bitterly. Jesus had the power even though he had the nails through his hands and his feet, uh, had the crown on his uh, head, and he was getting ready to die. He still had power to speak peace to that man's soul. He said, today... Thou shalt be with me in paradise. He didn't say, you might make it. Uh, He didn't say, maybe. He said, today, I'm telling you what, I wanna preach, if you'll trust Jesus, today, uh, you can have paradise in your soul. You can have heaven in your soul today. Uh, Let me just give you this. Didn't know if I was gonna share this or not, but but it makes a little point to me. And it goes on down here, after it said, he made his grave with the, the wicked and with the rich in his death. Well, there was two men that came and claimed his body. One was named Joseph of Arimathea, and the other was Nicodemus. Uh, He was the man in the third chapter of the book of John that came to Jesus benign, a ruler of the Jews, a Pharisee. Well, these men were rich men. Uh, The Bible said when they claimed his body, when they came to Pilate and asked for his body, Pilate gave them the body of Jesus. It said that Nicodemus uh, came and had about 100 pounds uh, of the spices, of the aloes and the spices uh, to put on a a person's dead body. Well, I I read a little bit. Now, some of this is just supposition, this point, but I want to make the point anyway uh, I, when I was studying this and trying to dig into it, and and I looked up those spices and and those aloes and that myrrh, uh, that was very special ointments. Uh, the common man uh, probably didn't use that kind of spices to be buried with, and a hundred pounds of it uh, was way more than an average person would use. Now uh, the historians uh, claim that a hundred pounds of myrrh and aloe, uh, kindly adjusting it to today's time, uh, would cost between a hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand uh, dollars. You. just imagine that Uh, he was uh, buried with the rich Uh, this man uh, he put Jesus in his own borrowed tomb the Bible said never had been a dead man uh, uh, in that tomb Uh, he got it First, I'm telling you what, praise God. Now, uh, do I know if that uh, was true about the myrrh and the aloes? No, I don't know for sure if that's worth 150 dollars or $200,000. But I do know that the man they anointed was worth more than all the gold in the world. And I've got that gold in my soul, praise God, and you can have it too. Boy, just keep praying. Now, somebody needs to get saved here today. And and I suspect somebody needs to get their life straightened up. Somebody that's already saved needs to get in. Let's go on down a little bit. Let me read 9 again. He made his grave with the wicked and the rich in his death because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Let's get verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. Uh, listen, it said, he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Well, let me, there's a few things here I need to get in this. Uh, where it talks about, get it pleased the Lord to bruise him. I was reminded of another a verse that talked about bruising. It's in the third chapter of the book of Genesis in the 15th verse. Uh, after that Satan had beguiled Eve and she'd uh, taken of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and she, she'd gave to Adam and he'd taken it and of course we realize and we remember that God put Adam and Eve out of the garden but he put the serpent out there too. He put old Satan out there and he told him, he said, you'll be cursed among every creature of the field and all the days of your life uh, you shall eat the dust of the ground. Well, these old things is made from the dust. That's, uh, that's what he still chews on, uh, Paul. Now, he can't get down where my soul's at but he still Choose on this old dust, oh, but listen what God I told the old devil. He said, "Because you've done this." I'm going to put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. And he said this, now get this. He said, and he's talking to the serpent, the old devil. He said, and he uh, shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. What's that talking about? Well, the highest place that uh, Satan was ever to get to uh, was able uh, to bruise the Lord. Uh, At the lowest place the Lord ever come to. See, the Lord come down from heaven. Now, he came and was made a little lower than the angels. And and of course, uh, the heel uh, would be the lowest place on him. Uh, uh, at the lowest place he came to, Satan bruised him. Uh, he uh, had him uh, hung on the cross, and of course uh, Jesus was willing to take that bruise. He did it willingly. Uh, but talk about him bruising Satan's head! Uh, I'm let me put it this way: He knocked him in the head. Uh, he got the job done, David Jordan. Uh, when the Lord uh, died on the cross and rose from the dead, uh, he got victory over death, hell, and the grave. And, and so uh, listen and uh, just pray on God a few more points I need to make, and then we'll offer an invitation, God permitting. But listen, it said, it pleased the Lord to bruise him, Uh, but praise God. It goes on, he hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. Now, listen to this. Just a few years ago, I was reading that, and God really made that stand out to me. He not only gave his body... He gave his soul as an offering. Uh, and so uh, think about that. Think about the agony of his soul uh, that he had, uh, that he gave his soul for an offering. What, a, what an agony. What, what are you talking about, preacher? This man who knew no sin, he took all the sin of the world. He took your sin and my sin and took them to the cross. And so it goes on. It said, well, now shall make his soul an offering for sin. And it said, he shall see his seed. Now, uh, he didn't have natural seed to see, uh, but he has offspring, a spiritual. I'm a child of the king, and he's the king of kings. I'm his child. But listen, and it goes on down here, and I want you to get this. It said, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Um, I've never seen this before. I was reading it this week. The Bible's amazing. You can read a scripture a thousand times. Next time you read it, God might say, I want to show you something else right here. It said, he shall prolong his days. Uh, when he made his soul an offering for sin, uh, Andrew, and he said, he shall prolong his days. Uh, Well, I thought, well, he's everlasting. Uh, He's from everlasting to everlasting. But listen, there's a point in this. Uh, He's not prolonging his days right now. He's not living one day at a time right now. He's in eternity. So when the scripture said here in Isaiah, he shall prolong his days, it meant he had some more days to live on this earth uh, after that he got up from the dead. And and in the first chapter of the book of Acts, probably about the third verse, it said uh, his disciples uh, saw him 40 days after he was resurrected. So he prolonged his days, and he saw his seed. Uh, uh, He could uh, look down through time and see all of us, but he looked at his disciples right there. He saw his seed, and he could see you and me, and he could see our need, that's why he died. And so it goes on. And listen, he shall, verse 11, said he shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many for he shall their iniquities. Okay, so let me give you this. When God looked down... He saw the travail of Jesus' soul and the offering that he made. See, back under the law, they made an offering after offering. Probably made 10,000s of offerings. Uh, They never took away one sin. But I'm telling you what, they were pointing, and uh, oh boy, Brother Jake preached good this morning. He preached about Abraham going up on a mountain with Isaac to slay him. He was willing to, but God had a a ram caught in a thicket back there, and Brother Jake pointed out, that ram was pointing to Jesus, and i say amen to that. All those offerings back there was pointing to Jesus. Get your song ready. Uh, There. We're pointing to Jesus, and boy, that's what we want to do today. We want to point to Jesus. And so, when God saw his sacrifice and saw the offering of his soul, the Bible said it satisfied him. Well, I tell you what, God never was satisfied with me till I went to the altar when I was a 12-year-old boy and I bowed my heart before heaven and I trusted Jesus. And I I thought it'd be so hard to get saved, but just as soon as I came on God's turn and I said, God, I'm a sinner. Lord, help me. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. That's the words I use. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm gonna go to hell. Let's all stand. And I invite you to come this morning. I believe there's some folks here that realize you need Jesus and you need salvation. And if you get Jesus, you'll have salvation. I wanna ask you to step out right now, come on. Let's bow right down here and pray. Let's, Let's talk it over with Jesus. Let's bow right here and pray. Come right now, while the master's calling. God sent his son to die on that old cross and he didn't just leave him in the tomb. Praise God! He got him up, and he's alive! And because he's alive, I'm alive! And because he's alive, you can be alive! Please come, come right now. listen, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of the aisle or on the end. It doesn't matter if you're in the front row or the back row or somewhere between. There's people needing to come this morning. There's people needing to come this morning. Would you come right now? please come please come let God have his way in your life please come this morning while we're singing while we're praying while while we're singing I'm praying, I know you are please come to Jesus come right now right here This, this be a good Easter morning to get saved please come right here Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life. Please come. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm just begging you. I'm just begging, but you know what? While I'm begging you, I believe God's making the real invitation. I sure do. I believe God's making the real invitation. Please obey the Lord this morning. Let God have his way in your life. He was bruised so I could be healed. He had agony so I could have peace. Well, I've got it this morning. Please. Please come. Please come. Come. I want you pause just a minute with heads bowed and eyes closed and while the pen is playing softly not doing this to trick you <clears throat> put you on the spot not trying to embarrass anybody but let me beg you see the first thing we've got to do when we have a problem a spiritual problem we need to recognize it and once we recognize it then we admit it and we can reach out to God for help from it if you're here today and you're lost you've never been saved by god's grace would you just raise your hand even just a little bit just so i can see it you don't have to raise it real high just raise, i appreciate that hand will there be another one just raise your hand just a little bit i appreciate that hand will there be another one i appreciate that hand will there be another one yeah thank you for raising those hands thank you for being honest and talking to the lord you know when you when you raise your hand like that that's acknowledging god Would there be another one or two or three or four? Just raise your hand right quickly. Just right quickly. Thank you. Let me go now to those that are saved. If you're here and you're saved, but you know you haven't been where you need to be in your service to God, after all that Jesus did for you, when you look at what you're doing for him, it just seems so pitiful and so small. Now, I know we can't measure up to what Jesus did, but we need to do our best. Brother Carl talked in Sunday school this morning. He said, If you're doing your best, even if it's just a little bit, it pleases God. He'll take it if it's your best. If you're here today and you're saved and you haven't been doing your best for the Lord and you like to get in and have power with God, would you just raise your hand? Would it be any? Okay, I appreciate that hand. I really do. Would it be another and raise your hand? I appreciate that hand. Would it be one more? Please come. Would it be another and raise your hand? Okay, raise your head and open your eyes. In just a minute, I'm gonna ask them to sing again. Jesus said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden. That covers everything we've talked about. If you're here today and you've been saved but you're not where you need to be by a long shot, just haven't been doing what you should be doing, just don't have that joy and peace inside that you once had. You know, if you've been saved, you can remember back to a time where you was full of joy and peace and happiness. I'll tell you what, David in the Bible, he lost the joy. Didn't say he had to get salvation again, but uh, he had the joy restored to it. If you're here today and you've been saved, but you haven't been feeling the joy, you can get back where you can feel the joy again. And and so I wanna ask you to come if you're like that. And, and if you're here and you're lost, just come. We'll, we'll not embarrass you, we'll get down and pray with you. and uh, God will take care of us and he'll help us. Now let's just trust, let's do this. Let's trust God enough to move this morning. Trust God enough to come on out. God, God, He gave everything that heaven had so we could have this opportunity. Let's just trust Him enough to take a step and come on. While we sing, come, come on, come on this morning. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Come on, come on. I'm not trying to twist your arm or force you, but my heart's so heavy, and I know there's some folks that need to come. Why, I just ask you to step out and come. You can get out, you can get out. People will get out of your way. I, you can be on the end or in the middle, it doesn't matter. There's a path, there's a path to the altar. You gotta take a step to get here. Please obey the Lord, please obey the Lord. Would you come? Please come, please come, please come. Please, come. please, come. please, come. please obey the Lord. The dying thief Rejoice to see Bless him, God. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life. Amen. Please God, please obey the Lord. Boy, there's, there's a bunch of people here that I've got on my heart and I've got a burden that causes me to think, you probably feel like coming to the altar. You're the one that knows, but that's the way I feel. If you're the one that feels that way, would you just come on? Just come on.
2: Please obey the Lord.
0: Amen. Boy, my heart's so heavy and I, I don't want to uh, hold anybody up and, make you late for Easter dinner, but I declare, uh, I believe God has the bread of life on the table this morning. I believe He's calling to some and saying, come. And uh, listen, let let me tell you this. Let me do this this way. Uh, I believe our youth are going to come sing. That's great. But let me tell you this while they're getting ready to come sing. If you're here this morning, and you're needing to come to the altar, but it seems like a hard thing for you to do. You feel like it's a hard spot for you to get out of where you're at, maybe. You're just hesitant to try to step out. <clears throat> if you'll just do this while the youth sing, and I'll look around and see the best I can, but if you'll just raise your hand, even wave at me if you need to, I'll, I'll come to you, and we can, we can make our way to the altar together. Would you just do that this morning? Boy, I appreciate the youth. Wow. What a blessing to just see our youth come and to look around and uh, see them up there in the choir getting ready to sing. And well, they've got something to sing about and they know what they're singing about. I believe with all my heart that God's calling mightily and powerfully to somebody this morning. And so while they sing, if you'll just get my attention, I'll come to you. Sing whenever you're ready. Would there be one that come? Please come. Please come.
4: Please obey the Lord. Lord me, listen, obey the Lord. The obey
0: shine. the Lord. Please come,
4: son. Lord, me, Help us, God. Oh, yeah, listen. Lord, oh, praise God. He can me, get along with me, but I can't get along without him.
0: Please obey the Lord.
4: Tell the yeah, obey
0: the Lord.
2: Think about what
0: they're singing about. Please obey the
2: Lord.
0: Please obey the Lord. Amen. Which has come. Boy, you can have him this morning. You can have him. Listen to that song. Praise God. Somebody needs to come. Come. Please come. I'll be honored to walk up the aisle with you. Just come. Just reach out. Meet me in the aisle. Meet me in the aisle.
4: Would you do that? Just come.
0: Just
4: come. Please obey the Lord. If it's you that needs to
0: come, then if you'll come, it'll help you and it'll help somebody else too. Obey the Lord.
4: Whoever you are in the house or
0: listening on the live stream, come while he calls. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Come Come on. As some of you know you need to, why will you not? Oh, by the Lord. Your Amen. Lord, you, I'm a child of the king. Amen. I there to the it yeah, free. Lord. Please, God.
2: You.
3: Amen.
0: Amen. Wonderful song. Thank the Lord. Lord, I'm nothing without you. Amen. Good job, young people. Follow your heart. All right, appreciate it. Thank the Lord for you. Well, I appreciate our young people. Appreciate God passing by. I appreciate that song. Appreciate your prayers, and your good attention, and this wonderful crowd we've got this morning. It just, boy, it just it just amazes me. Thank the Lord. Anything on anybody, uh, on anybody's heart? Uh, something you need to say or do before we come to a close uh, and give the uh, turn over to Blaine for the announcements? Just be seated for a minute. Also, tell them about the offering for the children. That's today, right? Yeah. There's a sign after.
3: Okay. Group will be next Sunday. First grade through fifth grade will stay after church, and will be picked up at three. Sixth grade and up will stay all day uh, through the evening service. The few, there's a bridal shower for Kelsey Martin. That will be Sunday, April twenty-fifth, twelve-thirty. And that's here at the church, registered at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, Amazon, and Target. And You can RSVP to Ann or Kelsey and their numbers on here if you'd like to see that. Also, we're taking up an offering, a special offering today. So the regular offering will be on the left as you're uh, exiting there in the foyer. And there will be a special offering, and there's a sign by that offering plate. And that is to benefit uh, the children at uh, Perry local schools. Uh, They need uh, coats and some supplies and different things. And uh, through the years, uh, we have uh, taken up money and done fundraisers for them. And because of uh, COVID, really haven't been able to do the fundraisers, so we just decided to take up an offering. So if you'd like to donate to that, that'll be there. And that'll be there again this evening as well.
0: And Let me share this with you. I heard Sister Karen talking about this. One of the teachers had told about a pair of shoes that was recently bought for a needy young lady. And they gave her the pair of shoes, and the young lady began to weep and asked her why she was crying. And she said, It's the first time I've ever had a new pair of shoes. And uh, so it just, well, I'm telling you, it just gets to your heart. And so whatever you give will be utilized very well, I'm sure. I I really appreciate uh, uh, that work that ministry and uh, glad to have everybody today uh, any other words or announcements before we come to a close okay well many of our deacons have gone to the back and what we'll do today like we've been doing uh, the deacons will come up and release you a row at a time from the back that way we don't get a big crowd uh, of surge of people in the foyer going out It'll be a little safer that way it takes a little bit longer but not much and so uh, and then the offering plates we I start Blaine was talking about where you put money in the offering if you want to. And so, but really pray and uh, come back tonight, 6 o'clock if you can. Uh, remember, prayer meeting Wednesday night 7 o'clock. Let's really pray. Boy, we got some people needing the Lord. Thank God for the one that got saved in sunrise service this morning. Okay. If nothing else, we'll ask you to stand. Well, that's Brother Rust to probably, probably dismiss.